This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is... Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight... Oh, tonight. I got a little uh, mini episode. Uh, We put up a poll for everybody to uh, suggest what topic they wanted to hear us talk about. And um, Top Cat Deaths was far and away the biggest winner. No, it totally was... Steve was really hoping movies uh, where cats died. (laughs) I was really hoping for that one, if you couldn't tell. Um, I just want to say, for most of you out there, we weren't going to go for sad cat deaths, because oh, no. dogs die sad in movies, cats die funny. It's really true. Uh, and uh, a lot of the uh, the cat deaths that I were going to be on my list, not your typical cat deaths. Not at all. Uh, but that's for another day. Uh, you guys picked, uh, it was about 48% <laughs> of the vote actually, so by a landslide, and it was top forgotten movies. Yeah. Uh, sweetie, what any kind of, uh, I don't know, oh my gosh. Any kind of standards you put on this? Like, what was your definition of a forgotten movie? I went with movies that uh, were big in my life or, like, I really enjoyed that when I talked, try to talk to people about, they have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> and um, judging by some of our past episodes, that's probably a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, and then I tried to not go, I, I'm not going with, like, indie films and, like, under yeah. the table stuff. I'm going with stuff that, like... Big, big wide releases, right? Yeah, that, yeah. like have like big actors in it and things that like your parents probably watched but for whatever reason you don't remember it oh okay so a lot of (coughs) older movies and stuff for you i yeah mostly older movies on mine nice uh yeah very similar uh i went with uh like big releases that people just ignored when they came out or (laughs) like i I think some of these might have actually been like pretty pretty big money makers opening weekend and then immediately forgotten but uh but i really like (laughs) Uh, you want to go first? Uh, you start, my love. All right. Well, one I want to share with everybody. I think everyone should check out, though I'm pretty sure I was one of five people that actually saw it in theaters. <laughs> From 2008, Hamlet 2. Now... <laughs> <laughs> you love this movie. I love this movie. Um, it's from director uh, Andrew Fleming, who did such wonderful movies as The Craft and that uh, Nancy Drew movie that was in the <laughs> early 2000s, uh, and Dick. Uh, starring, I think it was Kirsten Dunst. But, um, yeah, it's a comedy. It stars uh, Steve Coogan, Catherine Keener, uh, David Arquette, Amy Poehler in smaller roles, uh, and, of course, the lovely Elizabeth Shue. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. But it's about a uh, uh, basically a guy whose peak of acting was starring in a herpes commercial um, and is now teaching high school drama in Tucson, Arizona. Um and it basically becomes his calling to write a play, and not only a play, but a sequel to possibly the greatest story ever written, Hamlet 2. <laughs> and it, hilarity ensues, uh, his marriage falls apart, uh, but along the way, just it, it's fucking hilarious. I highly recommend everyone go out and see it. It does have one of the greatest lines in all of cinema. That's true. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's the last line of the movie. 
right? Or is that the one you're talking the Tucson about? Tucson one? Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, you will live a blessed life because everywhere will be better than Tucson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my first pick. How about you? Excellent. My first pick is the oldest movie on my list. Ooh. And it's one that uh, my dad introduced me to. And it's a great little fun flick that nobody's fucking heard of except for hardcore movie nerds. From 1941, Oof. it's a movie called Hell's a Poppin'. Hell's a Poppin'. Hell's a Poppin'. It is a movie that uh, takes place, it starts off with like a song and dance number, it's a musical, performers are starting to go down the staircase, and then all of a sudden it becomes like a funhouse, everything collapses on itself, and they enter the sixth circle of hell. We pull back, <laughs> and it turns out it's a movie about them making a movie about performers who get pulled into the sixth circle of hell and they make fun of Orson Welles in it because the director of it was friends with him. It's got <laughs> it was t- <laughs> until the movie came out. <laughs> oh, there's a couple of like Rosebud, like eh, eh. <laughs> spoiler alert for both movies. No. Um, yeah, it's a fun little movie. It's got a couple of musical numbers and they totally make fun of themselves in it because it's a movie about a musical about all this stuff like yeah. a lot of mayhem a lot of meta jokes and stuff a lot like of that, meta like jokes and it holds up for a movie from the 40s hmm. like I'll check that much out. like didn't make my my list on my also rands list like the thin man movies oh, which yeah, yeah. a those lot are, of people are actually seen. really good i was surprised <laughs> the humor is uh, pretty spot on the humor holds up and yeah. this movie's very similar that way by the way when are we gonna do thin man month i'm down i'm always down we can drink a nice dry martini with every episode <laughs> All right, my next pick from 1991. I actually had a bunch of them that popped up around 1991. Uh, but this one in particular uh, comes from stuntman turned director Craig Baxley, uh, director of Action Jackson and Dark Angel, and stars former NFL player and college football Hall of Famer Brian Bosworth, Stone Cold. Yes, this movie is amazing. <laughs> This movie is fucking amazing. Uh, it also stars uh, Lance Henriksen and William Forsythe. Uh, basically, it's about a, a super cop, basically, played by uh, Brian Bosworth, uh, complete with, like, full mullet and oh, just... No, motorcycle. No, no sleeves on those guns. <laughs> right, riding... Oh, yeah, he wears, like, nothing but the vest. D- yeah, like, the leather Super vest. thin leather dress, driving motorcycles. Uh, just being a badass. Uh, but he's a cop who goes undercover uh, with a biker gang uh, led by Lance Hendrickson and William by the way, Forsyth's right hand man. I will watch anything with Lance Hendrickson. Yeah, absolutely. And just explosions and uh, you know, there's the, the biker girls. He's like trying to get out and kind of falls for one of them and just all kinds of crazy shit going on. Random explosions <laughs> is my favorite part. But uh Oh, and the big shootout at like the the capital, uh, the state capital of Alabama or Mississippi, I forget which it is. <laughs> I, yes, it will be coming to a future episode, so go check it out. <laughs> How about you, sweetie? Alrighty. Uh, so I lied when I said my last one was my oldest film on this, and I didn't realize this. This my next film is actually older than that. They made film before 1941. I know, right? Is it because uh, it's 1896? From 1938, oh, a wow. Hitchcock film that. Of all of the Hitchcock films that take place of mysteries, that take place on a train involving a mystery, this is my favorite one. It's a movie called The Lady Vanishes. That is a good one. It's a movie that, of all the Hitchcock ones, gets overlooked all the time. 
And yeah. like it never comes up on any lists. And it's one of my favorite ones. It's awesome. It's about um it's a train in England and a group of travelers get delayed during an avalanche. They get held up in a hotel and a young lady, Iris, she befriends an elderly woman. When the train gets going on its way again, uh Iris basically passes out for a little while and when she wakes up, the old lady is gone. And nobody on the train has any recollection of her ever existing. Yeah. And Iris is trying to decide if she's going nuts or if something horrible has happened to this sweet old lady. And it gets very cool from there. Yeah, it's a, it's a great flick. She she uh, made me watch it, but yeah, I I did wholeheartedly. <laughs> I forced you to. I taped was, you to the It was pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. My next pick. Yes. Right. This one was from 1995. <coughs> it is. Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. Yes! I think this movie was, like, number one for, like, the weekend it came out, because I'm sure it was, like, you know, Halloween, and they're always number one hits. But it it was actually really good. I really enjoyed Billy Zane being, like, a crazy demon chasing uh, William <laughs> Sadler, who had a vile crucifix with the blood of Christ. and. Yes like dick miller and jada pinkett's in it like there it's pretty star-studded cch pounder uh thomas hayden church yeah I, I when i was looking through this i was like oh my god i haven't seen this movie in 20 years i gotta check it out again yeah. <laughs> um and it comes from uh director ernest dickerson who did uh <laughs> of, of all stuff uh the comedy bulletproof <laughs> and uh juice from the early 90s yeah thought that was weird um but yeah don't be, be a medicine Demonite. South Central while drinking your juice in the oh, head. Oh, that's Keenan Ivory Wayans. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, good stuff. You know what? Billy Zane's best roles are when he's not being, like, he suffers from the same problem as Bruce Campbell. Like, always gets keeps getting cast Just as, like, a leading, as a leading guy, but works best as a character actor, like the side actor. I can, I can see Billy that. Zane's best roles are when he's just, like, the side guy. Yeah. I could I go with that. Alrighty, so getting more recent from 1990, I was amazed when during Halloween and everybody's talking about Stephen King movies, this movie came up on nobody's lists. Misery. Kathy Bates and James Conn? Kathy Bates, James Conn? I gotta listen to a similar podcast, but yeah, I mean, it, it is a great movie. It's I, a great you know, movie. It is not in anybody's top five Stephen King movies, and it's a shame. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, it's not. It doesn't quite have the Stephen King about it that most like you know everyone. You know, the Shining and everyone thinks Running Man is the greatest movie ever, and they're correct. But <laughs> Misery, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely Mis a solid flick. Misery is a solid movie. Kathy Bates is amazing, and watching her descend into madness <laughs> is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, my next one was a. Uh, uh, it, it was really disappointing this one recently came up on uh, How Did This Get Made, but Virtuosity from <laughs> 1995. <coughs> I, I'm surprised at like, how few people have actually seen it and or remember it. I had not seen it before I met you. Well, you're welcome. Uh, two Academy Award winning actors in their prime. Yeah. Right before they started winning Academy Awards. Uh, Denzel Washington, <laughs> Russell Crowe. Uh, Denzel is a former cop who got imprisoned... Uh, because he accidentally caps the stupidest fucking camera crew in the world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's Russell Crowe as Sid 6.7, a computer program of, I think it was like 300 serial killers programmed into one, and then somehow magically turned into a cyber cyborg that can heal with glass, and Denzel's the only guy that can take him out. Yeah! 
it sounds awesome. It is awesome. And it's from the director of Lawnmower Man. So, you know what? I want to marathon that with body parts in Lawnmower Man. Yes. <laughs> Honey, I know what we're doing this weekend. <laughs> uh, going to Japan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Virtuosity. Virtuosity. Check it out. My next one, um, I can't believe more people haven't even heard of it because it's one of my favorite cat movies of all time. <laughs> Starring Tom Wilkinson, Val Kilmer, and Michael Douglas. Yes, okay. <laughs> I know where this is going. The Ghost in the Darkness. That is a surprisingly good movie. I enjoy the It's Val Kilmer versus Man-Eating Lions, based on a true story. And Michael Douglas. And Michael Douglas. <laughs> Michael Douglas comes in like way later in the movie, though. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's it's, but, yeah. it's very Val centric. Yeah, it is. I'm gonna go ahead and say it's my favorite Val Kilmer movie. Ooh, it is probably your favorite Val Kilmer <laughs> movie. Uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, that's a good one. But I don't know. I love the Ghost in the Darkness. Right. Oh, it's man eating lions. It's it's period. It's in Africa. Wait, what? <laughs> It's what? It's a period piece. Is that what attracts the lions? Oh. <laughs> uh, womp, womp. Yeah, period piece. Gotcha. Okay. There's a scene where a baby gets eaten by a lion. <laughs> Looking at my list here, I can only pick one more for our top five. 1991, going back to it, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. I'm going to guess Steve was 17 and a half. In I was 10 when that movie came out, thank you very much. Ah... <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, yeah, the ones in 95, I was definitely that <laughs> 14, 15 year old. Uh, but no, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey is actually, oh, and William Sadler's in that one too. Uh, Pam Greer briefly, George Carlin briefly, and of course Keanu. It's, yeah. it may actually be better than the original. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a better story, I think. But, I would go with that, yeah. But yeah, just, uh, it's Bill and Ted, uh, you know, from, uh, San Dimas, California, just a bunch of surfer stoner guys. Um, involving time travel, uh, going into the afterlife, uh, the evil robot us's <laughs> station, uh, just all kinds of shit. But yeah, William Sander <laughs> plays Death as the uh, Death is the greatest. Yeah, yeah Death from uh, what was it the Seventh Seal, the Ingmar Bergman movie? Oh, like, yep. like he's that version of Death, and it's it's hilarious, it's crazy, and there's character development. And you also find out that silk comes from the acids of Chinese worms. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Anyway, go check it out if you haven't already. You should. All right. My last film that nobody knows about, we've actually featured on this podcast. Ooh. It has then, measly, then everybody should know about it, Everybody right? should know about it. It has a measly 10% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is not <laughs> enough for this movie. <laughs> this movie is spectacular, starring Rory Calhoun. DeForest Kelly, oh Jesus, Stuart Whitman, Janet Leahy, from 1972, Night of the Levis. What's the What's the story on that one, sweetie? Steve, you tell me a better movie with about uh, you tell me a better movie where giant rabbits attack a town. They really haven't uh, done it better in the last 45 <laughs> years. That's for sure. That movie is spectacular. <laughs> It's, it's pretty good, actually. It's it's ridiculous, but uh, it's, it's giant, a fun time. It, you know, it's hard to make bunnies scary. <laughs> it really is. But you know what? I mean, Bones tries. He tries. True. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Everybody got your pen and paper ready? We're going to go over our list once again. For me, it was Hamlet 2, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, Stone Cold, Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight, 
and virtuosity. Excellent. And for me, ones you have to look up, The Lady Vanishes, Misery, The Ghost in the Darkness, Hell's a Poppin', and Night of the Lepus. God, I feel like such a hipster. But these are movies people need to know about. Indeed. (laughs) You're welcome, everybody. uh, (laughs) Yeah, what are some of your favorite movies that you think everybody's forgotten about or never heard of or anything like that? Send us a message. Uh, We're at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on the Twitter, the Facebook, all that fun stuff. Um, So, yeah. Till next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything Everything I I Learned from from movies. Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. You know, I feel like we have enough to do like all this again. We could do this oh. like probably every month. Oh yeah, I, like I said, I have four more listed right here already. <laughs> all right, till next time. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. 